on this solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we celebrate the fact that when the course of Mary's earthly life had been completed, she was assumed body and soul into heaven. St. John Damascene, reflecting on this from the early centuries, says, It was necessary that she who had preserved her virginity inviolate in childbirth should also have her body kept free from all corruption after death. It was necessary that she who had carried the Creator as a child on her breast should dwell in the tabernacles of God. It was necessary that the bride espoused by the Father should make her home in the bridal chambers of heaven. It was necessary that she who had gazed on her crucified son and been pierced in the heart by the sword of sorrow, which she had escaped in giving him birth, should contemplate him seated with the Father. It was necessary that the mother of God should share the possessions of her son and be venerated by every creature as the mother and handmaid of God. We, who were not preserved from the stain of original sin, our bodies do undergo corruption. It was fitting that our Blessed Mother, who was not cursed with original sin, would be assumed at the conclusion of her life to heaven. But I wish to speak more broadly tonight on why we're here, this idea of the liturgy, if you will, I want us to always remember that the liturgy is that which enculturates the gospel. The liturgy makes it tangible, sensible. We have the gospel is the fact that Jesus Christ suffered and died to save us, and that we repent, we turn to him in faith, we receive his grace, we're redeemed, we're sanctified. But that's not just meant to be something that's abstract but something that is tangible. The Incarnation, God himself entered into our world, took on human flesh. And so we have the liturgy. We have the fact that we come to a church. We have music. We have vestments. We have an altar. We have incense. All of it means to to make the gospel tangible so we can touch it, so we can taste it, we can smell it. And even that goes for the communion of saints. The communion of saints is that doctrine of ours that we are all related. We're all part of the body of Christ, us here on earth. But even into eternity, our brothers and sisters who are undergoing further purification and purgatory, and those saints in heaven who have won the victory. We are part of the body of the church. We are the communion of saints. And so the church gives us the liturgy, but also the liturgical calendar. The liturgical calendar. Our calendar can even be liturgical. So today, it's not just August 15th. Today is the solemnity of the Assumption of our Blessed Mother. That we can think about her in a real way. We can celebrate her in a real way. We can honor her in a real way. We can come to Mass and give thanks to God in a real 
way. A couple weeks ago, I was at a family's house, and the family consists of a, the father who's Catholic and the wife who's Christian but not Catholic. And um, I went over to their house because uh, they've been thinking about sending their son to the school. And at dinner with them, um, the father really clearly wants to send his son to Queen of Peace School. The mother, on the hand, is a little suspicious, not being Catholic. And she has this notion that what all that matters is my relationship in Jesus. And so she asked me, so do you guys do all that saint stuff and the Blessed Mother? And I couldn't lie to her because, especially in the last couple of years with uh, Mr. David Douglas as our principal, our whole life, the whole calendar is imbued with the saints, with the liturgical calendar. On All Souls Day, we go to the cemetery, okay? Um, on all the other saints' days, we have big celebrations. Every day there's a saint, our kids know about it. We live the liturgical calendar, and so I had to tell her. And so it's a hang-up for their family whether or not they send their son here because whether or not um, they want, at least whether she's okay with him having all this saint stuff. And for me, growing up Catholic, I don't understand that, right? It's just natural <laughs> that Mary, the saints, they're just like our cousins, you know? They're like our aunts and uncles, and, and we, we get along and we have this relationship. We don't see them as taking away anything from our relationship from God. They're our brothers and sisters in a real way. And so we see that God, that Jesus, it's not just me and Jesus, but it's you, all, me, and Jesus together. That Jesus came to gather a people, not just pick out individuals. And so we have the communion of saints, and the church gives us a liturgical calendar so we can really grapple with that and realize and celebrate and sense the reality that we have these saints in our lives. The liturgy enculturates the gospel, and the liturgical calendar does that, most especially. And we need that. We need holy days like this. When I was in Rome, between my first and second year, I spent a month on the island of Sardinia, and I worked at a campus scuola, which is like a Bible camp for Catholics, for kids would come and on this, this island in this town, August 15th came around. And the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary was a big day. In the middle of the hot summer, there was no work. Well, they don't work for all of August, but especially not on August 15th, no work. There was a big mass in the beginning of the morning. After mass, there was a procession up the mountain with a big statue of our Blessed Virgin Mary with oxen pulling her on a cart, people walking and praying and singing all the way up to the top of the mountain. Got up there around noon, there was a big picnic, lots of food, and then back down the mountain. And when we got closer and closer to the town, more and more people gathered all the way to the main church, the Duomo. The Duomo, there was special prayers, 
the, the bishop of the town gave a, a, a sermon to everyone, hundreds, even thousands of people there. It was easy to celebrate the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Italy. It's not very easy to do it here. I want to affirm all of you here at Mass tonight. I'm proud of you for coming to Mass and honoring our Mother in this way. It's not easy. How many of you did your boss give you work off today? No, none of you. We don't live in a Catholic culture, a Catholic society, right? And so it's harder. But we should still try as much as we can to live the liturgical calendar in the best way possible. And so just some simple ways. There's saints of the day. There's Franciscan media. They actually have little podcasts, just a minute and a half every day of the saint of the day. Oftentimes, um, as I'm setting up for Mass and Holy Hour uh, every in the morning, I'm listening to that so I can get ideas about what to preach on. But saint of the day, we get to know the saints. You can actually get like a Google calendar to add it to your calendar of the saint of the day. You can get books on the saints of the day so we can really get to know the saints. It's been a long history and tradition in the church that we have periods of time to prepare for holy days. Obviously, we have Advent for Christmas. We have Lent for Easter, okay? But even novenas, saints would prepare themselves for the special solemnities, even such as the Assumption. I know a number of you have done the consecration, for example, to Mary. What do you do? You start 33 days before some feast to Mary. Some of you have done that as well to St. Joseph. And so you, you start that consecration 33 days before a major uh, feast of St. Joseph's. The saints, they would do something special in honor of the saint. For example, to bring flowers to her statue on her feast day or something. When I was in Hibbing with Father Gabriel Waweru, um, in our kind of living room where we'd pray morning prayer and evening prayer together, there was a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and there was a little blue votive candle. And we always looked forward to Mary's feast days. We would light a candle, and that would burn all day to a Blessed Mother. You can do that at your home. Even think about after Mass, coming up and lighting a candle to our Blessed Mother. Um, all these things are ways that we can inculturate ourselves into the communion of the saints. And so it t- again, today, I affirm you all in coming today. It's, tempt- it's tempting to be resentful. Why do I got to go to Mass? Da, da, da. Um, but the Lord blesses you for coming here tonight and to celebrate this day. Um, still not too late to get a good meal in, to make a trip to the Dairy Queen. For those who have age, a nice, cool, refreshing drink. Uh, we celebrate these days as Catholics. And therefore, we can truly experience and encounter the tangibleness of the gospel by living the liturgical calendar. Blessed Mother Mary of the Assumption, pray for us.